Just check, one. check, check, baby. Check, baby, check, baby. One, two, three, four. Check, baby, check, baby. Hello. One, two, three. No. Hello. Just a disclaimer that Rump I shaker. have gone from bottled to boxed wine, so I do not know how this is going to go tonight. Small Town Scuttlebutt is sponsored by Larkin's Liquors. It's Medfield's oldest operating business for a reason. These guys know their stuff, and they can provide you with whatever you need to get through your holidays with the in-laws, like maybe a Lafroy single malt scotch whiskey aged 10 years. Thanks, Rick. This was the greatest gift I've received all year. You're welcome, Mike. Kathy, yours was really great, too. Larkin's Liquors. <laughs> And parkstreetbooks.com because. Wait. What? From the top, Mike, do your job. You know. You know your role. Go. Parkstreetbooks.com. Yeah. That's the place. Whether you're online or, or on Main Street, come in and check out the books, puzzles, even pottery. Parkstreetbooks.com. Also, by Mario's Lawn Care. He's my landscaper. He should be yours too if you care about nice green grass and trim bushes and. And Mario's Lawn Care, he's my landscaper. He could be yours, too. You have a great-looking lawn, great service, and, uh... Mario's Lawn Care, he's my landscaper. He could be yours, too. What's his phone number? So give him a call at 508-359... What is it? 508-359-8016. And by Royal Pizza. Boy, I feel satisfied and satiated after filling my tummy with a large pepperoni pizza from Royal Pizza. Here it comes, right on time. It's Small Town Scuttlebutt's Super Wonderful Winter Wonderland Christmas Spectacular Extravaganza. God damn it, give me some Tylenol. Small Town Scuttlebutt is the show where we find out what the people have to say. Traffic lights that are timed wrong makes my morning drive too long. Suburban moms love drinking wine. Let's go check the grievance line. Small Town Scuttlebutt. That is Rick, he's a daddy, wrote the post that drove you mad I am Mike, I work with kids, I do the things you wish you did Kathy's always killing time, talking about some unsolved crime We made this podcast just for you Here's Rick Fink Jr., Mike Page, and Kathy Ferris Well, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of you listeners, wherever you are at the moment. May it be in your car, driving, or riding shotgun, or sitting in the back. Hopefully you're not in the trunk. If you are in your trunk, and you have your phone, you might want to get off this podcast and dial these three numbers. 911. There you go. You can pull that emergency release that's inside of every trunk. From any car made after, like, 1983. Mike, Mike, every abductor knows you don't take someone in a car or a van made after 1983. Right. Especially, specifically for this very reason that you speak of. That's true. I'll tell you, Kathy, you watch a lot of crime shows. Isn't it disturbing that Rick immediately knew what, yes. what uh, you know, these psychopaths do? Yes, right? yes. I mean, it was spoken like a guy on the inside track there. Plus, he has a trucker hat on tonight, although it does say uh, Happy Birthday Jesus, That's but right. it's a trucker-esque uh, hat that it's, yeah. it screams serial killer. It's a John Deere hat that's missing the Deere logo. 
It just reminds everybody that Jesus is the reason for the season. <laughs> Love <Yeah>. that. <laughs> also, your neighbors reminded me of that yesterday as I drove by. Yeah. And I saw a nativity scene. Oh, yeah. Jesus was covered in snow when we went by. But nobody can argue that snowed in Bethlehem on the night of December 25th, zero. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Weatherchannel.com. Look it up in the archives. What were we saying? Whether you're know. listening in your car, I hope you got out of the trunk. And what called. a start to a holiday show. Yeah. What are we doing, Let's guys? keep it going. It's great. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe, where else would you be listening to the show? Very well could be listening um, in your house while you're doing chores. Maybe you are uh, at the gym listening to us. Wherever you are, we're glad to have you here. Happy holidays. We're here in my basement again. And this time, I've got Mike and Kathy and a bunch of presents. We had a little Christmas party prior to the show. We ate. Two pepperoni pizzas from Royal Pizza. Mike's drinking a brewski. Kathy's uh, sipping a thermos of wine, and I'm sucking down my party Red Bull. Like the socialites that we are. Mike's in his pajamas. <laughs> I am. I'm wearing my favorite trucker hat. Kathy came like as a usual. Normal Monday. Yeah. Cole's casual. This show has Is a that cool... a hashtag yet? No. Cole's but... cash. Thank you for the gifts. I got a couple of nice things. Mike, Thank you very generous. Mike made us. Each a from Mike Page Studios ornaments. He made a small town scuttlebutt ornaments. Take a picture of that for our Instagram. We certainly will. Is there um, anything you guys are hoping to get? Did you lay any hints to anybody about anything that you're hoping that you get? Yes. Uh, have you heard of the Thera gun? No. Well, it's this super expensive eight hundred dollar massaging gun. It looks like a hair dryer. Oh, yeah. Only it's got like a punching an $800 massager yeah but oh, sorry, we don't need massager? that yeah we don't need that $800 massager I just need like there's a $70 one at CVS on an end cap I nope. take that there's a $5 one at Walmart <laughs> probably was, I'm not kidding you uh -huh. it's a neck one you don't even have to use your oh. hands put it on your neck yep right watch the news or the pats neck shoulder lower back if I got five minutes of that Pay a kid a dollar a night, just alternate. I asked for a 10-inch sliding dual bevel compound miter saw from Jet. Who didn't? Great news, everybody. Mm -hmm. It's already in the garage. No kidding. Yeah. Who got it for you? Uh, my parents and my sister chipped in. I paid the last hundred bucks, but they, they nice. put in such a huge chunk of it that it was on sale. Basically, I would have been getting a, a much lesser saw at that price range. Uh-huh. And then it was on sale, so it was like, I got to get this now. So my family was like, all right, cool. That's nice that your family kind of pitched in for a grown man's gift. It's not even a milestone Christmas or anything. It's not like your big day. A milestone Christmas? Yeah, what is that What's exactly? What's a milestone like, Christmas? Like on my 50th? You know, for my 50th Christmas, oh, we're going all out. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Actually, you know what? When my kids, milestone Christmases. When our kids are the best place, I can tell you to have Christmas is probably Quebec City. My wife and I went there on our honeymoon, like in September, and you could just see it. Like, put some snow up here, and this place is Christmas town. So to be clear, Quebec City, not mm. Bethlehem, yeah, is Christmas town. Yeah. And this is based on you going there in the fall. Yep. <laughs> yep, because it, it was that good. It's that good. It you have to see it, you know, have a little vision. But yeah, like oh yeah, like just. I go to Montreal every year for Jazz Fest. Mm -hmm. Have you ever gone to Jazz Fest in Montreal? No, lovely. I, we go to Montreal for different things. Okay, 
Well, we go for Jazz Fest and mm. the pina coladas, okay? Oh, I go for the seafood, but go on. Oh, and they have a really good dollar store there. <laughs> dollar store. They really do. Uh, what I think is interesting is that both of you are very excited about certain things for Christmas. Any of the women listening to this, they'll just be excited to get anything for Christmas, especially moms. Here we go like again, Mike. doing We're just, it all. There's these lugs. Don't know what to do. No, but it's, it, it's like a circle of life thing because my girls now are 21 and 24, and my youngest is so good at shopping like she's like our personal holiday gift shopper mm -hmm. you know what i should have talked about which was <laughs> a big deal in the ferris family uh -oh. is that we have a tradition that once the girls are done with school and mm -hmm. kendra's last um final was friday they get to exchange one gift that they bought for each other yep and when we were doing that jesse was telling us because she does every year and she accuses us of somebody had taken her um barry manilow christmas cd out of the car a couple of years ago mm -hmm. and we're like no we didn't like it's not anywhere we just don't have it and i had got bought it for her for christmas um, well, while she was saying it, I'm like, I'm going to go get it for Christmas. And I got it. And Jeff came up. He's like, oh, yeah, that CD, it's downstairs. I went uh -huh. and cleaned out your car. I'm like, oh. So I was like, I could cancel the order. Mm -hmm. But um, boy, did it change the vibe in the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow Christmas special CD. And the thing is, is that this guy's got quite a few Christmas CDs. What? Yes. Do you know what? I'm realizing that as I'm hearing this, I'm thinking that can't be a good CD. And now it's confirmed that he's got a couple of them and no one has ever brought up a Barry Manilow CD into the conversation about Christmas music. You ever. cannot say that without even hearing it. That's not true. First of all, this guy is Never versatile. heard Barry Manilow. This guy, have you ever gone to a Barry Manilow um, concert? I have, unfortunately, yes. What a show. What nope, a show. What sucks. a show, man. Nope. What a showman. No. Barry Manilow is ridiculous unless you're an 80-year-old woman. You're picking a fight about the wrong thing. I Write the Songs, arguably his biggest song, was written by Bruce Johnston, not Barry Manilow. Yeah. He doesn't write the songs that makes the whole world sing. First you know of all, that's not even part of the Christmas album. I love album. irony. It's not even part of the Christmas album. Secondly, there he's not just for 80-year-old people, 80-year-old women. Like, check his demographics. He's still relevant today. Today, he still draws a crowd. Absolutely. Absolutely. And at the state the fair, this guy is, he is so, <laughs> his whole thing is fake. I bet, like, you just throw, splash some water on him. What do you mean he's fake? Him. What do you mean he's fake? His caked on makeup, his super, like, helmet head, hairspray head job. You're describing Prince right now, and everybody loves Prince. Yeah. What are you talking about? No, Prince was cool. This guy. So is Barry Manilow. Fanalos. Someone, someone told him he was cool and he just went That's with it. That's not true. Yeah. That's not true. You I actually have a visceral reaction up. to this guy. I'm actually getting a little mad. We have to change the subject. You hide it so well, oh. though. Can <laughs> oh, I just First say of all, I love how you're, 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 mm. Mm. first of all, there's not enough boxed wine yes. that's going to like temper this. Have okay. some more. Franzia. Um, first of all, it's not, don't even say that. Now you're getting me real mad. Okay. Now you're His real, real mad. last name is Pincus, not Manilow. Okay. I just Googled um, him. What a turd. I just okay. want to announce now that this is my last show with Small Town Scuttlebutt. And for good reason. Uh, for good reason. Uh, we'll talk People her. also ask, can Barry Manilow still sing? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, who's, who's, whose side are you on? Wait. You don't even, wait, you don't even have a dog in this fight, Here's another people Mike. also ask. You don't ask, have a dog in this fight. What famous jingles did Barry Manilow write? How old are the people typing that into Google? Yeah. Hey, uh, hey uh, Google machine. 
What what are some jingles from yeah. Barry Manilow? Yeah. Let me tell you this. First of all, nobody calls it the Google machine. Secondly, well, um, they do Barry when Le- they're asking it about Barry Manilow and yeah. what jingles he wrote. Secondly, I just want to tell you right now that I'm taking it easy on the both of you because one, mm. you have a job here in town, yeah. and two, that I'm a lady. Now, um, where was I? Oh, the thing is, is neither, that wait, neither of those apply to me. I, I don't think you. I don't. Know, lady, I don't think you do understand. I, I don't think you understand what you're treading on here because I am a big Barry Manilow fan. So this is still kind of the opening of the show. Um, back to like wherever you you might be, whether it's that trunk or that car or doing, <laughs> the, doing the dishes or the gym. Remember that we were talking about that. If back you're a woman that. listening to us at the gym, you're not actually thinking about what we're saying right now. You're thinking about all the stuff you still need to do today and how you're going to check off all those boxes. If you're a guy listening to us at the gym, you are listening to Small Town Scuttlebutt. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And not your kids. <laughs> right. But back to the ladies working out at the gym. Let's let's motivate right. them. Come on, girls. Talk about your experience at fitness together. Come on, girls. Come on, Come on girls. You can do it. Uh-huh. And if you're that lady who's Faster. outside the gym and talking to a friend yeah. and somebody drives up in their fancy car. Yeah. And wants Get the to- f- out of my parking spot. Okay, now back to you, honey. And if you're the lady... Run. Move those legs. You're on the cardio machine? Yeah. Faster. Wow. What kind of gym is that? I would be a good trainer. Yeah. That's not fast enough. Come on! Real Rocky IV montage that you just put on there. I was just trying to think of that. So as Chad, the um, announcer, mentioned several moments ago, it's our Christmas extravaganza. And I remember when the season started... We all took a, a holiday special episode and we're going to run with it and do something. Oh, yeah. This is yours. Yeah. And this one's mine. And I'm going to point out, I followed through on the Halloween You one. absolutely did. Absolutely. Did. absolutely. Crushed absolutely. it. Crushed it. Absolutely. Yep. But much credit has to go to me for signing off on the purchase order to get the music. <sighs> I say we get started. Let's just get started. Let's so get started. we're going to get started. This show, this extravaganza is... Um, Starting off really mediocre, as could be expected from yeah, Small Town Scuttlebutt. Exactly. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Let's, we don't have to raise... The, this is 2020. You know where the bar is, people. Right. And um, while we're on that topic, Medfield, I have to say I'm a little disappointed. I drove around last night through Medfield with my girlfriend, trying to show her, uh, show her some beautiful holiday lights mm-hmm. on the houses around town. Mm-hmm. And some of the neighborhoods that are usually like a sure thing for a great light show... Yeah. I, eh. Okay, guys, we're going to make it really easy. I had, Oh, this is what I want to say. Because this is, Chad said it, big Christmas extravaganza, and this was my episode to really produce into something great, and I was envisioning having a Christmas party, yeah. and there would be a lot of gift exchanges and funny conversations and, and so on and so forth. And I'd, I'd make a speech to the company, you know, the scuttlebutts. And then, you know, real life and real holidays got in the way, and I just don't have time. So I thought... Why don't we just take all these holiday themes, put them in a Christmas stocking instead of a Ushanka, and just pick random topics, and then we'll talk about them. Yep. So yeah. Rick, down? Kathy, down? and I each wrote yeah. down a few ideas. We threw them into the stocking. Uh, we each only know what our topics are, and we're going to see what comes up. Also, I threw mine in not remembering that it was a holiday theme. What? No, Kathy, this is the holiday episode. Yeah, but I didn't think about that when I put it oh. in. So we'll we'll know which ones are Kathy's when it's about Law and Order SVU. I am reaching into. How about some jingle bells? Okay, good. Um, 
You ready? Here we are. First go-to-school holiday singer-slash-album. That is... That's not what it says at all. What? It says go-to-holiday-singer-album. Yeah. What's your go-to? All right. So this was my question. It's not a question, Mike. It's uh, a sorry. This was my topic. Yeah. I like that you said go-to-school. Kathy, can you read this card for me? Sure. <laughs> she doesn't even say school. Go to holiday singer slash album. I don't know why I said that. Go to school. school. Go to school. Oh, you know why? Because I tell my kids that 20 times while they're putting their right, boots sure. on. So go I'll, I'll go first. Growing up, mm-hmm. Bing Crosby was it for me. The White Christmas album, that was it. Yeah. In recent years, I've shifted over more to the Frank Sinatra Christmas. But then... Three years ago, J.D. McPherson released the Sox album. Mm. You can't beat it. Mm-hmm. It's all new, original music. Yep. Sounds familiar and vintage but it's all new. It's like brand new stuff, and it's the best. We got we to gotta get some of that. Throw it on on your Spotify after you finish listening to this episode. Okay. I have major opinions about new holiday songs. I do, too. And I don't think they work. So okay. what's your go-to? I, did we not already discuss this? Barry Manilow. Oh, yeah, we did. We talked in um, in great depth about that. When I was a kid, we had a record player and a record Just collection. One? Oh, okay. Yeah, a bunch of them, actually. Hot Night City Lights, that was my first record. <laughs> oh, no, my parents have a good record collection. But in that collection of records, there was one. All I remember is it had Christmas songs on it, and it had a song called Morse the Moose on it, and it just... I remember it saying the big N on it, and I never knew what this was. And you guys are looking at me in like, ooh, I think, oh my God, you've Sounds stirred something horrific. up. Here's the deal. I thought this was like mainstream as Rudolph and, and Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> the big N, I think this record was a promotional record for the Nanuet Mall in New York, where we lived in close proximity to in the late 1970s. Uh-huh. So... Around this time, four or five years old, I'm now having sense of self and I can remember things. I remember this album and I remember having the conversation about how much I love them. And I remember talking to kids like, don't you know Morse Morse the Moose? You know, and people are looking at me like, I have no idea. And then I was telling my parents like, nobody knows this person. And they're like, it's because it's from a piece of shit mall album. (laughs) I love those. By the Um, way, the big N was a discount department store. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't the Nanuet Mall. No. Okay. Yeah, Morse the Moose. I got to get that. Yeah, well, this... Uh, so I, I tracked it down. I found it for you, Rick. Awesome. Drank but it. this particular one has already sold for $50. $50? $50. $50, because it's a nostalgia thing. It is. If you've got this, you can jack up the price because you know that the one person out there that actually looks this record up mm-hmm. obviously wants it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you just don't stumble upon it. You should look up who that is, become a Facebook friend with them, mm-hmm. and report back to us. I wouldn't mind getting the... Uh, the performer of Morris the Moose from the Big N Christmas album that came out in the late 70s. Morris the Moose was a book series, kind of along the lines of um, like Amelia Bedelia. Uh-huh. Where it like, was? yeah, but funnier, I think. Amelia Morris Bedelia the Moose was like, deal. he kind of, every he's like the bumbling idiot, but he's a moose and everything like doesn't quite go the way. Oh, it that's should. funny because when I think of a moose, I think of finesse. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I think of the sexual tension, but anyway. <laughs> <go ahead. laughs> uh, here's a fun fact about moose if you're driving in 
upstate New York, uh, Maine, New Hampshire, <laughs> Vermont, anywhere like that for the holidays. Uh, I once learned that if you see a moose while you're driving, always aim for the ass because they can't back up. They will always walk forward. Interesting. Yep. Okay. You know, if, here's uh, another thing because I am know. now being from New Hampshire, I'll tell you this. <laughs> the best time to go moose watching is in the springtime. Who goes moose watching? Okay. You, Kathy, need to go out and get a life, all right? This is what people do. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? I think you need to up your game and go up to Pittsburgh, New Hampshire in the springtime. <laughs> what happens is the um, road salt accumulates on the side of the road, and those moose like to lick the road salt yep. off the road. Yes, like you said. Yep, so you can get nice, close I'm encounters so, with sorry. moose. I'm sorry, is New Hampshire and tourism now one of our sponsors? What are we doing? No, yeah. I'm just, we're talking about moose. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. how about Thanks, the next? Morris. How about the next? Uh, next thing, ding, 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 ding. Gift wrapping is our next topic. Gift wrapping. Anyone have thoughts on gift wrapping? Are you, you just wrote gift wrapping? That was it. Yeah. Are you are you pro gift wrapping, Kathy? Yeah, I really. I, I'm not very good at it, mm -hmm. and I and I actually never improve on the skill, even though you do it every year. Yeah. A couple of times a year, I just don't. I can gauge the quality of your work with one question. Okay. What is your first fold? Oh, God. I thought you were going to say how many pieces of tape. No. Um, the answer to that would be three if it's a standard. What do you mean my first box. fold? Okay. Is that That's told me everything okay. you need to know. <laughs> the first fold would be the lengthwise fold. It's going to be the seam that overlaps the underside that's going to go flush with the box. Oh, well, yeah. So you have flush side, then you have folded side overlapping that by a good right. 15 to 20% of the width of that box, right? Usually oh, okay. a good inch or two. Yeah. Then you put a nice two-inch piece of tape. I take my you use wrapping very two seriously. Two-inch piece of tape? That's yeah, a lot roughly. of tape. I, I, I won't knock you, though, because I'm, I did, is, before I mean, we started the show, yeah. as I was opening Rick's gift to me, one of several, I was opening it up, and I said, did you wrap this? And Rick said, of course I did. I was blown away by how perfect the edges were. Mm-hmm. It was very neatly tucked. Like if you're staying in a hotel bed mm -hmm. and you notice how perfectly made that bed is, yeah. it was probably Rick Fink Jr. based on that, his wrapping not skills. Not only that, the paper quality. I mean, yeah. this was like top shelf paper quality. Yeah. I am yeah. into presentation. You're, you are all about presentation. And anybody that has seen any of your posts on Friends in Medfield or um, CCM, we all know you're about presentation. If there's one thing we can say about Rick Fink Jr., it's that he cares about what people think. Do you have something on gift wrap? Uh, no, I mean, I'm fine wrapping presents, but I'm not one of those people. My mom is one of those people that every time she fold, every time she wraps something and mm -hmm. it, and the wrapping paper has a pattern on it. Mm -hmm. My mom always, she claims that it's just coincidence. She always gets the pattern to line up perfectly. Of course she does. And yeah. it's like, she's not spending the extra time to do it. She just knows how to do it so that the pattern lines up. Yeah, some people Okay, as a lifelong subscriber to Mad Magazine, I've done so many mad fold-ins that I've perfected this as well. Is that if why? You, yeah, if you got Santa Claus's face on there, you got to get that nose and that chin line flush. You can't just... Match eyeball to nostril. Like, can I say this about Mad Magazine? Mm -hmm. Is that 
several months ago, I was at Park Street Books, yeah. and I was in their section, their adult section. Mm-hmm. There sounds that yeah, sounds X rated. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, but I got this really great you memorabilia. You got to pay a quarter to go in. A memorabilia book um, of it's Venmo Mad now. And it's like a buck fifty, from what I'm hearing. I have been delivering, like, I have been trying yeah, here Kathy, tonight, no. and I just feel like everything, the Barry Manilow, now I'm trying to connect something to a sponsor, and it's authentic, and it's real, and mm-hmm. you two just keep Are you going to play the woman card? Go. Is this the woman card? Is it because we're men? Is that what Sure, I'll play, I'll play any card I want. I've got a laminator. I have a lot of cards, okay? I've got a Costco card. I've got, a, I've got lots of cards, okay? Okay. We, we will let you hold my the floor is, for one is, minute. Go. Right. A couple months ago, I went to Park Street Books with my daughter, who's very good at gift giving, mm-hmm. and we saw that he. we bought this book. It's um a commemorative book of all the Mad Magazine. I think it's their covers or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we got it for my husband because he collects Mad Magazines. And so he did as a kid. And so that's what we got him for one of his Christmas gifts. That's amazing. For yeah, this year? Yeah. I feel like you're patronizing me, but yes, I think I it hope is he amazing. doesn't listen to this show before. And the way I wrapped it, it's awful. Mm-hmm. Awful. Well, Everything's it, off. It should be. It's like three pieces of tape. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that is the most appropriate wrapping job for what's inside it. The editor of Mad Magazine, the founder, Bill Gaines, God rest his soul, will be very happy to know that you Wrapped it up in nice. toilet paper and nice. duct tape or whatever. Okay. okay, let's keep going. Cool. Next topic. Most, okay, again, this one's by Kathy. and it's Why not, are they all mine? Go ahead. Well, I just picked them out randomly. Probably because they're great. Go ahead. Well, they're not related to the holidays, but I think we pointed that out. Most or almost embarrassing moments. Here's what I was thinking with this. Do you ever wake up with like Wait, that night not... sweats about something? Wait, I'm reading it as I wrote it. Did I screwed this up. No, Most or almost embarrassing moments. No, you got that right. Okay. Go. Oh, I have to go first. I'll go first. You want to go first? I'll go first. Well, how is it going to work out for you? I'm going to go hmm. first. Okay. Um. So my most embarrassing moment was, and and I didn't like it. Just had come out of my mouth. Um, I grew up Catholic and um, we were going to, we were getting ready, we were going to church. I was probably like 10, right? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> right yep. at the beginning of my sexual awakening. <laughs> at 10, really? Okay. No, I don't know when. For me, it was um, like three, but. Okay. <laughs> I, and we were waiting like to go to church and I just remember saying, and nobody ever listened to me anyway as a middle child, so I didn't think anyone was really listening. I was like, oh. Why do all the monsignors have to be the cutest guys and they're not they're not available? And oh my, my sister's wow. like, What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Back it up. My I don't even know why I'm telling that now. I don't either. I think your most embarrassing moment just got shifted to the last thirty seconds. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Your most embarrassing moment is telling that story. But here's the thing, I'm vulnerable and I think <laughs> and here and you're welcome because being vulnerable like this, people mm. are going to listen to this and they're like, you know what? We're going to give you a better rating yeah. because of it. So we're going to you... give five stars because of this, you guys, and you're welcome. Oh, let me tell you something. Just like Monsignor Scally, he was a five-star catch, Stop. was he not? That's Am I right, Kath? That's right. Stop. That's not <laughs> this is This is great news. I have great news and I have not great news. Okay. The great news is after really talking directly through the microphone to the listener, that's you guys on the other end. Asking you to like, 
share, rate, review. We got a review. I mean, we got a rating. Oh, yeah? What was it? Well, that's the bad news. It was only one star. Oh. Didn't I tell you? We had 17 I said, careful ratings. careful what you wish for. Now we have 18, and it's two one stars, two two stars, and everything else is fives. Well, with a couple you know what? That's okay. Oh, yeah, sure. You got to get some balance. I'm and if kidding. you don't think I'm going to go home and like look at that and then try to figure out who did it, yeah. you're wrong. Let's get them. <laughs> okay. My most embarrassing... Did you want to say something? Okay. My most embarrassing moment happened in first grade. I was six years old. Back in the day, are you listening, kids? Back in the day when you actually didn't have the bus pick you up, like the bus driver knock on your door and get your kid like they do here in Medfield. They do not do Yes, that. they do. Every kid on this street, which is not very long, has its own bus stop. It's All right, ridiculous. so Rick was six years old. He's in first grade. Continue. Okay. I have to walk to the bus stop. I'm walking to the bus stop. In the winter, the snowbanks are taller than me, okay? And I get to the bus stop, and at that bus stop is nothing but older kids. There's like one other first grader, and then everyone else was in third grade to sixth grade. I don't know what that's all about, but it's intimidating, Having fifth and sixth graders on the same bus at the same bus stop, you know, no matter how early you get to the bus, you're going to be in the back of the line. You're going to be the last kid on the bus every time. Very insecure kid at that bus stop. Not a good way to start your day, but that's how it went for me. On this one particular day after uh, we had a lot of snow in the winter, there was a dog across the street. His name was Max. There's a little beagle. And this guy was calling to him as his dog. He was one of the bigger kids. He's like, hey, Max, Max, come here, boy. Max <clears throat> starts running across the street. And I'm thinking, I'm afraid of dogs. I'm six. This dog's chasing me. So I tried to run. And then I tried to scramble up a snowbank, at which point Max, the beagle, thinks, oh, let's play. <laughs> and he bites my butt. <laughs> and then Mrs. Valley across the street happens to see this and calls my mom, who was at home and immediately threw on a coat and boots and a hat and ran down to the bus stop. Got to the bus stop at the same time the bus got to our bus stop. Which, Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You were embarrassed by your mother at age six? I'm not I'm not done. He's oh, not okay. Done. I thought you meant just the fact that she was there at the bus stop and like not Mike, dressed Mike, appropriately. A life scarring moment is about to occur. Okay. She shows up at the bus stop the same time the bus is showing up at its last stop on the route, which means bus is full. Yeah. Another problem. Hey, first grader, try finding a seat. Good luck. Okay. So here I am. I'm crying. Kids are getting on the bus. My mom's talking to the bus driver. Says, my son just got bit by a dog. I have to see if he broke the skin. Can you just give me a second? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the jacket unzips. The suspenders of my snow pants unbuckle. Uh, Trowel uh, comes down. Uh, 25 uh, school bus windows uh, pop open. 25 uh, little kids' heads stick out. And in unison, they figured it out so fast. Ricky Fink has a little dink. Ricky Fink has a little dink. Wait, they figured that out? They did <laughs> They, they, the chant, it just was so natural. And I'm standing there bawling, crying. My mom's like, no, you're good. On the bus. And I had to go on that goddamn bus. That is after- amazing. That is gold. And see, you guys are making fun of me or mm-hmm. making give me a hard time about putting this in. I yeah. just handed you yeah. an Emmy. Yeah, that was good. If I like were Emmy. That was a good topic. But I get on the bus and, and I'm walking down the 
aisle with all these kids that memory, they're giants to me, you know. Ricky Fink is a little dink, and I'm sitting there like, I'm six. It's, yeah, because they it's smoked in like six degrees outside. And, and the kid was like, Ricky Fink has a little dink, because he was eight. Yeah. What's embarrassing is you just told that. You shouldn't have just shared that. And now all of Medfield has a new catchphrase for Rick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Next time, hey, listeners, next time Rick says something that you disagree with on Facebook, you know what to say. Mm. I just want to point out that, you know, you try to censor or you, you try to control stuff around here and you made a big deal about that. I didn't ha- know about the holidays and I came in here and I put my things in and I am delivering Tonight, uh-huh. Barry Manilow, yeah, Monsignor Skelly, mm-hmm. and Ricky one. Fink. Yeah, Rick, with a little dink. <laughs> okay, continuing on, um, things that you should stock up on. If any of you guys say toilet paper, you're off the podcast. Kathy, you're so disappointed. Things in me. you should Wait, stock up no, on. No, I want to address the body language here with Kathy. I... It's not that. The thing is, is that all of these ones, and I just want the listeners to know, ninety <laughs> percent of these have been mine. Yep. And all they've done is give me a hard time about like, oh, well, Kathy didn't know what was going on. Kathy's bringing this. <laughs> Kathy is delivering, okay, and she's running on fumes. Yeah. Okay, I still have a show after this, and it's oh, 8 o'clock tonight. Yeah. So I'm running on fumes, and I'm still delivering. I think mm-hmm. this is a great thing, because we all have something that you never run out of. Me, it's body wash. <laughs> on, I go to Costco, and I just, I bulk up on this stuff. It's always in there. It's just something that I feel like everything's going to be okay, Kath, because you have the oil will moisturizing body wash. Do you use it with a scrunchie? No, a scrunchie. But, but a loofah, a loofah, a loofah. What, what do you call it? A scrunchie. Well, you're talking about a loofah. Uh, what you meant is a loofah. Yeah. A scrunchie is something that women used in their hair in the 90s. And it then again, uh, like a few years ago, they came back as well. Yeah. I like how Mike, who technically is not married yet, Mike is very well versed in this mm-hmm. and he's making you feel bad. Yeah, yeah. hairstyles through the decades. What's your position on tripping? I have three older sisters, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Things you stock up on: body I, wash. Uh, I like to stock up on bourbon that I get at Larkin's Liquors. Mm, that's smart. They're the oldest business in Medfield. Did you know that? I did. Oh, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oldest still. Yeah, Kathy. Do you listen to the show? We mention that every now and then. God. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, it's all fun. Um, okay, you know what? <laughs> I am sending you a text later. <laughs> yeah, I do not um, judge, but I'm going to say that I'm better than both of you because I do not stock up on anything. If I don't need it, I don't stock up on it. Why would I deplete a supply of denying other people? Like It's kind of like the toilet paper fiasco of 2020. Mm. Ridiculous. I never went nuts with the toilet paper. I said only a Cro-Magnon would get on that train yeah we know that crow magnons are known for their toilet paper use right and they're probably listeners of ours and again if you are a listener and you're enjoying this please give us five stars rick what are you doing to it's us so anthropological <laughs> digs are always like you can tell that crow magnon man lived in this area because look at this stash of toilet paper that we found here hidden in the back of this cave okay last we one. know this was a dwelling Do we want to try to throw one other one in to play with in editing, yeah, let, and let, then we'll close? Yeah, I think yeah. I would say let's try to do two or three more. 
Let's do it fast. Let's see if, how yeah. fast we can do it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, We're going to do this. We're going to bang through it. Yep. This is the speed round. Ooh, lightning round. I Light- like it. No, I said speed round. Totally different. Round. Totally <laughs> different. Okay. Why don't we call it the Ferris flash round? I oh. was going to say flash mode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a flash mode. No. no. Dun, 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 dun. Flash. Hi, welcome back to Shut Up. This is my podcast. I'm your host, (laughs) Rick Frank Jr. This is a flash mode. We're going to go into flash mode. Okay. Wow. Look how quickly he turned on that. That's what I do. I shit on something and then I'm like, hey. And then I embrace it. And then I do my own. Yeah, exactly that part. (laughs) I'm glad you came up with that, Rick. Yeah, well. Okay, flash mode. Okay, here we go. First one, speed round. We're going to go counterclockwise, starting with Mike on this one. Unique traditions in your family. Uh, we have a few. One, we have a gift wrapping. I'm going to change sword for, for interest of time. Unique tradition one in your family. <laughs> uh, okay. Mike's got 50 of them, and we don't have time for all of them. Just one. But now I got to pick which one to We're say. coming back all to right. you, Mike. Do you want the funny one? You want the funny one. No, this is a very serious podcast, Mike. <laughs> well, our, our like, uh, ooh, that's nice tradition is we- Is there a controversial one? We, that's what we We want. cut a stump every year from the Christmas <laughs> yeah, tree. Like My ha- parents have- And then uh, how do you bury a pet? We try to do a flash thing, right? Yeah. Like, come on, Mike. You were Yeah, but this, this is one that I had, I had planned to talk about a couple things because I wanted to see what you guys do. And this, Mike, this is one that I would have wanted to spend more time on, but that's fine. Uh, uh, it's oh, like George Bush's that, that was the buzzer. Plan. God. All right, start it up. Start yeah, it up again. We all just talked. Nope, I like that. Was, that. that was 45 seconds of three people just talking all yeah, at once. I, you know what? You listen mm. back on that. You might like it. Mm. Honestly, you're yeah. trying to censor this too much. Go yeah, ahead. Okay, I'm going to do it. Doing do it. Do it. All right, Kathy, unique. Wait, Mike, get to the point. What was your tradition? Uh, we have a Christmas gift wrapping battle every year mm. where we save all of the empty wrapping tubes. Throughout the year, they all go to my sister's house at Christmas. And after we open all the gifts, uh, my dad, my niece, my nephew, and I all go out and have a battle royale with uh, gift wrapping tubes. Round one, fight. And the last man standing that still has, well, we play teams, really. Excellent. Uh, The last team standing that somebody still has a tube that hasn't collapsed wins. Finish him. Okay, I have a tip for you, buddy. Go to a rug store and buy. <laughs> That's basically my buy, nephew's. Buy approach. a four foot by sixteen foot runner. <laughs> okay, you enroll that some bitch and take that cardboard <laughs> out of the middle of it. That's your. That sounds nice. My nephew always My nephew always finds the really rigid ones. Yeah, and somehow he always ends up being the one that divvies out. So like Christmas Eve, he goes through them all and he pulls the ones that he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to have a very sound strategy. You can't if bring you're your own role. You can't bring your own role. You can. Yeah. I would contest it and bring your own role. But he also uses, he'll, he'll keep like paper towel tubes too, like tucked into his sock. And he calls those his daggers. Yeah, so like sure. when he's run out of I everything like else, it. he's like pulling like one out of his it. sock. He's on his back. I like oh, it. Yeah. I like it. Okay, unique tradition in your family. I don't know if you call it unique, but here's what we do. We do our Yankee swap every year. We do it with both families. But we have we have a, a, a strategy, and it is to make it interesting, you got to put something in there that you are willing to fight for the death 
for. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we always put in things very specific to what we need. Like a Barry Manilow box like set. Like a Black & Decker toaster oven or whatever it is specific to us. Like this year we have a flat iron in because some of us need a flat iron. Uh, so we put very specific things in and we sweep the leg. <laughs> on, on Yankees to advocate, we sweep the leg with it. Yep. That's what makes it interesting. And I learned that from my Nana. You go in, mm-hmm. in like no holds bar. Yeah. Christmas crackers. Have you ever done that? Yes. Yeah. The little poppers, the yeah. party poppers. Oh, I thought you meant Ritz. <laughs> no, the Christmas, the Christmas crackers. Never did that. That's a new one. That's Leslie's side of the family. Her English yeah. heritage coming. That's an English it's Very thing, European. Right? European. Yeah. Germany, England. Yeah. You guys said this was going to be a flash thing, and then you like settle okay, into you're right. what you're talking about. Jeez. Okay, last one. Positive takeaways of 2020. Make this. Take a moment here. Not speed take round. A beat. Right. Mm-hmm. While you guys think, I will speak. Positive takeaway of 2020, I would say, is this podcast and getting together with the two of you. of the things I'm doing now, I would never have done if 2020 wasn't the way it was. Uh, I feel very fortunate and blessed that, you know, I haven't lost anybody in this pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, I've just gained people, meeting people that I never would have met because I am an introvert. I'm in my own world. You know, I I do my own routine. And this forced me out of that. Mm -hmm. And then you texted me and said, please come, you know, like, come on my podcast. Let's figure this out. And that... That opened up a lot of stuff for me. That's awesome. Mike, what do you got? Anything? Um, Happy to report in 2020? Yeah, I've got a bunch of stuff, but I'll try to keep it brief. Um, obviously, Allie is a huge high point of my 2020. Um, but also, I've made several new friendships. It's it's hard when you're a grown-up making new friends where it's like legitimate friendships and it's not just like, oh, I work with this person and we're, we're you know, we're acquaintances, we're friendly. Like, it's it's rare that you make a new friend that's, like, a good friend as an adult. Mm-hmm. And, like, you and I had already kind of hit it off, Rick. Uh, but then this year we started hanging out a bunch. And, like, you're a great friend. Kathy's a great friend. So just echoing what Kathy said, like, th- this year has been nuts. Mm-hmm. How many uh, new people I've met and become close to like it just doesn't happen very often as an adult and it's really cool that this year it was like several people that immediately were like very much inner circle people yeah like when does that ever happen it's the funny thing the the irony i'm always looking for the irony is you're meeting all these people in a time when you're supposed to be isolating and separating right, right. and That's you find funny. a way to like figure it out like how do you do stand up comedy you have zoom classes how do i get in mm-hmm. front of a mic i'll do a podcast mike's got a bunch of irons in the fire too that it's again what you said. We're we're isolating, but we're connecting in a different way. I think it would be great too if we were able to connect with the, the the people that do listen because we do have very loyal listeners, right? You know, and connecting with them more and like, what do you like? What do you want more of? Like well, to really learn how to do that. Well, let's use this to segue into the close of the show because you have a show Absolutely, tonight. Yeah, and um, Mike's in his pajamas. <laughs> yeah. You want to sleep I, over? Yeah, well, here's what happened. You left your CPAP machine on my nightstand we were, last night. <laughs> <laughs> we were, I figured since we were doing the Christmas episode that we'd all be comfortable in our PJs. Mm-hmm. I think I just read too far into that. Yeah, I just I, assumed I guess, like, oh, presents, mm-hmm. podcast, Rick's basement, yeah, pajamas. But when you asked me to unzip your present, I thought, okay, Stop! That's- <laughs>
right. Well, let's wrap this show up. Kathy is at the, I'm still learning Kathy. Like sometimes the body language, I'm not sure if she's like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that in a good way. Or, oh my God, why am I still doing this podcast? It's never in a good way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Usually when she does it, I read it as, oh my God, I'm so glad that buffoon is not my husband. Okay. No. I just say, I have no words. Yeah. Well, there are no words. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to wrap up this show, and I think that we should do it piggyback off of, let's piggyback off of what Kathy had just said about reaching out to listeners and talking to people, because quite frankly, we asked everyone last week to rate, review, share, like, give us constructive criticism and feedback, and we got one rating, and it was one star. We shot ourselves in the foot. So... So let's try this again, people. <laughs> if you're back for more Small Town Scuttlebutt because you like it or you don't like it so much that you have to hear it. Some people do that. We'd like to hear from you. What's working? What's not working? Um, and I really do take the notes. Right. I, mean, I want to know what they think about Bear Manilow's Christmas special mm -hmm. or Bear Manilow in general. I want to know if anyone in the Rockland County area of New York has ever heard of Morris the Moose. I want to know that too. Yeah. Have you Have you guys ever heard the Neil Diamond Christmas special? Oh my God, I love Neil Diamond. Oh yeah, now that one oh. we can agree on. It Let's is, try to get Neil Diamond. It is hilarious. My, my friend Kevin and I will send an animated gift back and forth to each other like mm -hmm. nine months out of the year. That's... And it's a, it's a punchline for us, and it's Neil Diamond doing his like Christmas. Yeah, Christmas time is uh, Christmas. Uh, I forget. It, I remember it's almost the day. It's, oh, uh, it's yeah. the whole thing is it's almost day. It's it's the worst song. That's for Christmas twenty twenty one episode. We'll do worst Christmas songs because that's a great anything with Bono in it. Bad Christmas oh, song. Agreed. So we're wrapping it up, folks. Uh, listening, you're coming back for more, so you must like it. <laughs> what is it that you like about it? And also, some of you might be listening going, eh, this might be my last last episode. Before you go, a couple questions. Why? I think we've answered that thoroughly throughout this episode. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, some of us have. I'm doing all the time. But talking. I will say a hate listen is still a listen, and we'll take it. Mm -hmm. That's right. Once again, we were doing so well wrapping up. <laughs> well, get us back on track, Kathy. I just want to say to listeners, you know, happy holidays. I hope that you had some like great silver linings like we did where we met great people and we connected and we hope to connect with you in, in 2021. Happiest of holidays and we'll see you next week. And if you're still in the trunk of that car, I hope by now you've found that emergency <laughs> release handle. And if not, pause this podcast, stop listening, dial 911. Good advice. No. You punch out one of the rear view lights. Oh, yeah. I have access right. to. And then you just flail your arm out of that thing and hope that someone behind you at the red light sees it and calls 911 and runs the plate. Not only are we doing a great podcast, we're saving lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. That wraps up another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt, the only podcast that reacts to the overreaction of other people reacting to small town problems. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend about us. Small Town Scuttlebutt is released every Thursday wherever great podcasts are downloaded. Interact with the show and send your comments, videos, and voice memos to grievances at smalltownscuttlebutt.com. 
Our standards are low, so feel confident your correspondence will be seen and addressed on a future show. Rick Fink Jr., Mike Page, and Kathy Ferris are represented by the Bravo Talent Group. Get in touch with the show by sending your email to Leanne Bravo at smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Special thanks to our sponsors and listeners like you. And again, don't forget to tell your friends about Small Town Scuttlebutt.